Hey, welcome again to the Cedar Grove Church Podcast. We're so excited to have you all with us again. Um, We are in our series titled When I Became a Man series. Pastor Monty is speaking to the man, the men, the mighty men of God. And we're just so excited about being able to impact leaders, men, priests of home. So this sermon is titled, Who Am I? And I think you guys will enjoy it. God, we serve. We thank you for your presence today. And Cedar Grove, I thank God for each and every one of you. Uh, I know we're practicing social distancing and all of these things, but uh, and putting some things to make sure we're in place. But I tell you what, some people hadn't had a holy hug since in a while. I'll just say that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And thank you, Jesus. I, I got on the whole armor of God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm prayed up. Helmet of salvation, feet shot with the preparation of the gospel. Yes, Lord, the sword of the spirit. Yes, Lord. So, you know, if you need a holy hug or you just want to say hi, First Lady and I, we will be in uh, uh, Mimi's Cafe. Yes, Lord. What used to be the nursery, y'all. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in Mimi's Cafe to greet the saints of God after service so that we can say hello and check up on you, see how you've been doing. Amen. That's what we do. We love Focus Cedar Grove, y'all. We love God, we love people, and we serve the world. Hallelujah. But I believe in loving on God's people, and I just thank God for this blessed privilege to come and share with him again. Well, there is a word from heaven that I would love to share with you. I'm just wondering, does anybody need a word today? I I need to know which direction to preach in. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Does anybody need a word today? Well, I want to call your attention to a very familiar passage of scripture, the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter three. And we want to lift up in your hearing verses one through 12. And since we've learned to do service a little bit more efficiently than we used to do in times past, we don't read the scripture like we used to, but I still want to read it responsively to get it in your spirit. Hallelujah. So we'll read the text as our scripture today. Exodus chapter three. Hallelujah. Verses one through 12. I'm going to share from the New King James translation, but whatever translation you have, um, we want you to read it. I want to flood the atmosphere with God's word. I believe something happens with the word of God. Amen. He sent his word and healed them. Yes, Lord. He speaks things. And I believe as we speak his word, pray his word, I believe the atmosphere would change. Something happens, yes, Lord, in the atmosphere. That blessed me so much this morning. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Somebody needs something to happen in your atmosphere. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Exodus chapter 3. And I'm, I'm continuing also in the When I Became a Man sermon series based on 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 11. And we'll get there as well. Hallelujah. But we'll read in our hearing. And again, we're going to read it responsively. I'll read the odd verses. You'll read the even verses. And then we'll conclude with reading verse number 12 together. And when you have it, would you please shout, I got it. Hallelujah. You sound great, saints of God. The New King James translation of the word of God reads, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. That's how you know God is in something, (laughs) y'all. You can be on fire, but you're not consumed. Somebody, that's your testimony for 2020. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God is in you today. Verse three. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside to see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. That's a good answer, y'all. Verse 5 says, then he said, do not draw near this place. Take off your sandals, off your feet, for the place 
where you stand is, yeah, sounds like Cedar Grove, y'all. Holy ground. In verse 7, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And I've heard their cry. Do you know God still hears our cries, y'all? Yes. And because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Some of y'all praying for me for making y'all read that verse. Yes, Lord. Pray for me. Pray for me. I, I was supposed to get that one, y'all. My bad. I, I apologize. Yes, Lord. All them Amorites, Parasites, and Jebusites, and, and a few termites. Yeah, I apologize. Pray for me. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 9. <laughs> now, therefore, they behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come up to me. And have also seen the oppression by which the Egyptians oppressed them. Mm. In verse 11, there's my ankle, y'all. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? That I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. Verse 12 together real strong. So he said, I will certainly be with you, and this shall be your sign that we are sent. When you have brought the people of God on this mountain, amen, hallelujah, the word of God for the people of God and the people of God said, let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this awesome opportunity to share your word to these, your people. Lord, I thank you for preparation. I thank you for everything that you've given to prepare for this moment. But now, Lord. You're the final editor of this message. Take out what needs to be taken out. Put in what needs to be put in. So that every soul, every saint, every sinner in this sanctuary will hear from the Savior. I'm going to say thank you now. Have your way. It's in this, in this place. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Somebody loves him. Shout amen. 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 Today the Lord and I want to minister from the subject coming from that 11th verse there where Moses said, uh, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt the Lord and I want to minister from the subject who am I who am I amen I want to let you know that God has an amazing plan for your life amen uh, uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11 which I quote so frequently not because I don't know any other scriptures. I read it from Genesis to Revelation, y'all. I know the whole book, but I, I want to get it in your spirit. But Jeremiah says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope yeah, and a future. God has an awesome plan for your life. He has an awesome plan for your life. And what I love about the Lord's plan, his, his plan is so major, it's so great. It's beyond anything that we would plan for ourselves. Uh, it even exceeds our, uh, our very imagination. Often many of us have had our own agenda, our own plan, hallelujah. What we uh, identified at an early age, um, our five, 10, 20 year plan, what we were going to be when we grow up. <laughs> but has anybody besides me had God veto your little agenda? <laughs> Yes, Lord, and put you on a different path. Yes, Lord, and, and remind you once again what Jeremiah said, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper, yes, uh, to, to, to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you a hope and the future. Somebody shout, a future. God has a future for you. Hallelujah. Regardless of what it looks like in the current state, uh, regardless of what your past has been, hallelujah, God has a future for you. And, and the future is for anyone that dares to surrender to his will, uh, to surrender to his purpose, uh, surrender to his word. And today I want to talk about purpose today. Amen. 
Uh, I want to talk about purpose. Hallelujah. Uh, the, my Bible tells me in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 11, uh, in the sermon series that we're talking about, hallelujah, the Apostle Paul says that when I was a child, uh, I thought, uh, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. As a matter of fact, I thought as a child. Uh, but there's a contrastic injunction right there. Hallelujah. He said, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Uh, and I just want to talk from the subject when I became a man. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, the ability to put away childish things. Because really, that's when you become a man. Hallelujah. I know the world defines manhood in a number of different ways. Hallelujah. Uh, the world will tell you you're a man when you turn 18. Uh, you're a man when you turn 21. And if you listen to the wrong source, uh, the world will tell you when you can hold your liquor. <laughs> I thought I'd have some help in here. Yeah. Uh, when, when you had uh, put a ring on your finger or uh, when you have some babies, amen, the world will tell you a number of things. But, but what the word of God says in 1 Corinthians 13 and 11 is when you become a man, you become a man when you're able to put away childish things. I got some yeah. help in the house. Yes, Lord. Childish things. Uh, childish ways of thinking. Mm. Childish ways of speaking. Uh, uh, we learned that last week. We, we need to watch our mouths. Amen. Uh, the things that we call ourselves and the way things that we allow others to call us. Yes, Lord. Uh, the way we speak, the way we think. Hallelujah. Uh, we're, we become a man when we're able to put away childish things. And last week, as we talked about Jacob, yes, Lord, how he became a man, how he made the transition from Jacob to Israel. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, making the transition to salvation, answering the call to salvation, answering the call to surrender, to say, not my will. Ah, but thy will be done. I want to go deeper today. Hallelujah. Not only a call to salvation, but I want to talk about a call to service. <laughs> Somebody shout service. service. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to ask you to shout that again. Amen. Because I believe the kid in you is, is kicking and screaming right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. That's, that's a bad word in some settings. Hallelujah. But but somebody shout service. service. Yes, Lord. Service. Yes, Lord. Uh, because we come in and we live in a nation that uh, believes or in uh, serve us. Uh, that's how we know we've made it. That's how we know we became a man. But how many people can serve us? But we understand as you mature in Christ, which is most important, right? Uh, that it's not about serve us. It's about service. Uh, who we can serve. Uh, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. God didn't give anybody everything, but he gave everybody something. Holler back at me, Cedar Grove. Yes, Lord, he gave everybody something. Hallelujah. And to be good stewards of the gifts that God has given unto us. Hallelujah. God has called us. Uh, he didn't give everybody everything, but he gave everybody some time, uh, some talent and some treasure. And to give back to God is what we do with it. Amen. Being a good steward. So he's calling us not only to salvation, but he's calling us to service. Amen. Somebody shout service. Yes, Lord. Service. Yes, Lord. To, to fulfill. And, and primarily what I'm talking about is your call to purpose, mm, to fulfill uh, the God given purpose, uh, serve in the God given purpose that he created you for. Because God created us all for something. Amen. Uh, can't nobody do you, you like you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me say that again. Uh, can't nobody be you like you. Amen. Hallelujah. Can't nobody cook a brownie with a peanuts and walnuts. Yes, Lord. Or, or a chest square like Mother Nettie. Amen. Hallelujah. Can't nobody be you. I can go down the list today. Yes, Lord. Can't nobody be you but you. And God, again, didn't give anybody everything, but he gave everybody something. And I'm talking about a call to service, a, a call to purpose. Amen. Uh, to kick off the selfishness inside of us that all of us are born with. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, to say, just like Jesus said, you know, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me, uh, that our nourishment comes from fulfilling what God designed me to do. Uh, when, the, when the psalmist said, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, marvelous are thy works, oh God, yes Lord, when we can fulfill what God designed us to do. I'm talking about service, somebody shout service. Amen. Well, that brings me to my text today, because in this third chapter of the book of Exodus, hallelujah, I want to talk about, I want to introduce a son and present to others a servant leader named Moses. Amen. A servant leader named Moses. Hallelujah. Some of y'all know Moses, don't you? 
Amen. Moses, who was uh, this great servant leader uh, who was born, born to bring the children of Israel out of bondage. Hallelujah. To bring them out of bondage, to bring them through the wilderness and to usher them to the banks of the promised land. Y'all know Moses, don't you? Uh, it was Moses who wrote uh, the first five books of the Bible called the Pentateuch. Yes, Lord. It was Moses. Yes, Lord. It was Moses who uh, was the one that did God performed many a miracle through. Yes. It was Moses who God used uh, uh, to share, to talk to Pharaoh, uh, someone that wasn't listening to him, someone that didn't uh, 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 believe in the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, uh, but to use Moses to do miracles, uh, show work plagues, uh, bring to do a miracles to bring them through the Red Sea yes Lord it was Moses who God led the children of Israel fed them uh, with manna every day yes Lord found water for them for them 40 years it was Moses who followed God uh, a pillar of cloud by day and a fire by night Moses Moses the one that talked to God himself and got the Ten Commandments and shared them to God's people Moses y'all know Moses don't you uh, Moses who was so famous and so um Wonderful that guess what? He didn't have a, a funeral. Everybody else cared. Amen. God himself buried Moses. Hallelujah. Upon the mo mountain. Moses. Hallelujah. You know Moses. But I want to talk about Moses today. Uh, this awesome servant leader. Yes, Lord. Because believe it or not, he was born in bondage. Yes, Lord. But even at birth, there was an attack on his life. Uh, some of us have been fighting since we got here. Amen. Uh, some of us can can relate. Yes, Lord. Even on, on before we got here, there was an attack on his life because the decree had gone out to the Hebrew midwife to kill him on the stool. If it be a girl, let him live. But if it's a male child to kill him on the stool, he was born in bondage. Yes, Lord. He overcame that assault of the enemy to kill on the stool. Yes, Lord. And but he was divinely delivered from death at birth. Yes, Lord. Placed in the palace of Pharaoh, groomed for greatness as the prince of Egypt. Hallelujah. This is Moses. Yes, Lord. And the Moses that we talked about now in Exodus chapter three. Mm, he is uh, embarking upon a life-changing experience. Yes, Lord, where he gets a revelation of his real identity. Hallelujah. Uh, he gets an understanding of what God had created him to do. Hallelujah. I'm talking about Moses. Amen. And when God called him uh, from the burning bush, when God burned up a bush uh, to get his attention and he said, I'm going to turn aside to see this great sight. Hallelujah. Why the bush burned but was not consumed. Mm. Y'all know bushes burn in the desert all the time. Hallelujah. But again, it was on fire, but it was not consumed. I'll throw this in for free again. That's how you know God is inside of something. <laughs> you can be on fire, but not consumed. Hallelujah. And after he got this, uh, God got his attention, Brother Perry. Mm. Uh, uh, God said, I want you to do something. I'm going to propel you into purpose. I want you to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. <laughs> and Moses answered like many of us answer when God looks beyond who we are <laughs> to see who we can become. Uh, when God looks beyond our fears, our faults, our fallacies and failures of our flesh. Yes, Lord. And, and ushers us into what he's called us to do. Amen. Moses answered like many of us. He said, who am I? Mm, that I should go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Hallelujah. And that's the question we want to consider today. Hallelujah. I want to talk about who am I? Amen. As it relates to becoming a man, as it relates to maturity, as it relates to walking in the purpose. Hallelujah. That men, especially men, I want to talk to the women as well, but especially men, when we understand, uh, 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 when we try to understand the God-given purpose, why he's created us, when we're going for, to serve the God-given purpose, that's the question that we need to consider. And as we look at these questions, I want you to consider three different areas. Amen. Man, I want to talk about your past, uh -huh. your present, and your purpose. Right. Somebody shout your past. past. Shout your present, present. and shout your purpose. purpose. Amen. That's the whole sermon. God bless right. you. Good night. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, but but uh, your past, your present, and your purpose. But let us begin with purpose. Amen. Uh, let us begin with purpose. Because, again, we must deal with our, uh, you must deal with your past. Uh, identify the steps needed to identify the steps needed to handle your present. Amen. So that we can work, walk in purpose. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to talk about purpose. Amen. Who am I that I should go and talk to Pharaoh to tell him to let your people go? Let's somebody shout purpose. Amen. Purpose. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says here in uh, Exodus chapter three, verse number 11. Hallelujah. That but Moses said to God, uh, uh, who am I? 
that I should go and talk to Pharaoh, uh, that I should bring your, the children of Israel out of Egypt. Amen. Purpose. Uh, purpose. First thing I want to talk about as far as purpose is concerned is your purpose is always bigger than you. Absolutely. Mm, your purpose is always bigger than you. Hallelujah. If the subject of your prayers are consistently me, myself and I, my wife, my my job, my children, uh, my house. Hallelujah. Uh, you may want to ask yourself, do you know who you are? Uh, are you truly walking in purpose? Uh, because, again, your purpose is always bigger than yourself. Uh, uh, Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to give my life as a ransom for many. And as children and followers of Christ, hallelujah, that should be our testimony as well. Amen. Uh, who am I? Uh, purpose. Yes, Lord. Purpose. Uh, the reason why God made you the way that he made you. Uh, the psalmist said, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, O God. Yes, Lord. Purpose. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And in the midst of all of that uh, purpose, uh, we must understand that, that in the midst of purpose, oftentimes uh, that God has to uh, uh, put us in a situation where he gets our attention. Amen. To walk in purpose, God has to get our attention. Uh, God has to use circumstances. He has to use events. Uh, God uses pleasure as well as pain. Uh, he uses prosperity as well as poverty. He uses uh, sunshine and rain to push us into purpose. And some of us uh, never would have found purpose unless God got our attention. Preach, Monty Lester, you get ready to do it. Yes, Lord. Does anybody remember the time when you live exclusively for yourself? Uh, when you had your own agenda, talked about what you were going to be with your money, uh, what you were going to do with your time and your talent. Hallelujah. Anybody remember a time when you had your own agenda, but somehow somewhere God loved you enough to push you yeah. in the purpose? Uh, and, and what he did with Moses, hallelujah, the Bible says that the bush was on fire and it burned. Yes, Lord. And he said, I'm going to turn aside to see this great say why the bush burned but was not consumed. Uh, let me ask you this way. Uh, what did God have to burn up <laughs> to get your attention? <laughs> well, oh my God. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, did, what did God have to burn up uh, to get your attention? Uh, a lot of times we want some God had to burn up some stuff that we were trying to hold on to. <laughs> Uh, God had to burn up a relationship. I got some help in the house here. Yeah. Uh, uh, God had to burn up that job. Yes, Lord. Uh, God had to burn up some dreams. Yes, Lord. God had to burn up some finances. Yes, Lord. To put you in a situation where, you know what, Lord, I'm not depending on anybody but you. Has God ever burned up some stuff uh, in your life? Uh, and some of us can be truthful about it. Yes, Lord. Lord, I wanted to keep it. But, but Lord, you burn it up. Lord have mercy. And that's a sign of maturity. When you say, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. I thank God that you burned up my bush. Yes, Lord. I, I wanted to keep on. I, I wanted to stay where I was. Yes, Lord. But God, I thank you for burning it up and bringing me into purpose. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And even in the midst of God getting his attention, he said, who am I uh, that I should go and talk to Pharaoh? Yes, Lord. Uh, because another thing about purpose, hallelujah, is always bigger. Is It's not about you, but it's even bigger than you. As a matter of fact, it's so big that if you don't rely on God, it's destined to fail. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because as a matter of fact, Pharaoh was the king, uh, uh, the, the leader of the most powerful nation of the earth at the time. And if God didn't speak to him, hallelujah, if God didn't move through him, yes, Lord, he was destined to fail. Hallelujah. But I don't know about you, but I thank God that God is still a God that gets our attention. Amen. And even in the midst of that, hallelujah, God called him to, and he turned aside to see this great sight. So not only do we have to understand whose purpose. Uh, our purpose, hallelujah. Uh, uh, we need to ask, who am I as it relates to our past? Mm -hmm. it, as it relates to our past. I'm in verse number one. The Bible says in Exodus chapter one, that now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he, and he led the flock back to, to the backside of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Yes, Lord. Uh, I want to talk about Moses' past. Uh, because some of you understand as you look at the life of Moses, Moses' life was divided into three different 40-year periods. Amen. Let me say that again. His life, Moses' life was uh, divided into three different 40 year periods. Uh, he was born as the prince of Egypt. Hallelujah. Uh, to spend the first 40 years after he was uh, born and his mother saved him or was saved out of the out of the river. Yes, Lord. He grew up 
in the house of Pharaoh. Hallelujah. Uh, and then the next 40 year period was when he had was on the backside of the desert desert here where the Bible finds him in Exodus three. He had been in his father in law's house for 40 years, tending sheep. Moses. And then the last 40 was when he led the children of Israel uh, through the wilderness to the banks of the promised land. Uh, but I want to talk about this is where God finds him here in that second 40 year period. Uh, here at this point, he's 80 years old in Exodus three when the bush burns up and God gets his attention. He's an 80 year old man. Hmm. Catch this living in his father in law. Oh, Jesus, I, I can stay right there. I'm going to move on. I'm, <laughs> I, I can stay right there. Yes, Lord. Uh, an 80 year old man in his father in law's refrigerator, <laughs> walking in and drinking up all the milk. 80 years old. Yes, Lord. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, tending to his father's sheep. Yes, Lord. He's 80 years old at this point when the bush burns up. Yes, Lord. Uh, Moses. Yes, Lord. And he's doing something menial. Uh, he, he was doing something plain instead of walking in his purpose. Uh, do you know God has an equal? He's an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> Hallelujah. He doesn't care how old you are. He doesn't care how much money you have in your bank. He doesn't care about the color of your skin. He doesn't care about your past. Hallelujah. He doesn't care about any of those things. When God gets ready to get your attention, when God gets ready to promote you from where you are to your purpose. Hallelujah. God has a way of getting your attention. Hallelujah. And I guess some of you will say, well, why is Moses in his father-in-law's house? Uh, this great deliverer, the one that God gave the Ten Commandments to. Yes, Lord, why is he there in this place at the age of 80? Well, it's all because of his past. Somebody say his past. Who am I? Yes, Lord. He's dealing with his past. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, Moses was there because Moses, uh, while he was in Egypt, uh, he saw, he found, he got a revelation, a sneak preview of who God has called him to be. Yes, Lord. And he saw a Hebrew and an Egyptian fighting and he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And as a consequence of that murder that he committed, yes, Lord, uh, that murder that he committed, yes, Lord, uh, he's now on the run. He flees Egypt. Hallelujah. His post, his pictures in the post office of Egypt. <laughs> he's Egypt's most wanted. Yes, Lord. And, and because of his past, uh, he's abandoned everything that he knew. Hallelujah. And he fell in love with a girl. He had children. Yes, Lord. And stayed there for 40. He's been there for 40 years, living and serving his father-in-law's house. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, and the reason why he was there is because, again, of his past. He murdered somebody. And the thing that caused him to murder him is because of Moses' temper. Somebody shout his temper. Uh, do you know Moses throughout the life of Moses? Yes, Lord. Uh, he had a temper. <laughs> yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, it was his temper that caused him to strike the rock and bring water out of the rock that prevented him from even entering into the promised land. Yes, Lord. But it was his temper, his temper because he got angry uh, and because he killed this man. His temper caused him to kill a man and hide him into the in the sand. Hallelujah. But let me say something again that I said before. God is an equal opportunity employer. Yes, he is. Yes, Lord. And the God that I serve, yes, Lord, even though we all have some faults, although we all have some flaws, uh, what I want you to know, that don't let your past flaws uh, and your past failures prevent you from your future. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Let me say that again. Don't let your, your flaws and your past failures prevent you from your future. Yes, Lord. He had a temper. Yes, Lord. But God says, guess what? I still can use you. Yes, Lord. Uh, he wasn't right. Yes, Lord. His resume wasn't right. But God said, I still can use you. As a matter of fact, when anybody's looking at your past, and everybody tells you what you can't do. Yes, Lord. Let you, I want to let you know that you're in good company today. Amen. Because God always uses some people that everybody else votes out as least likely. I wish I had some help today. Yeah. People that uh, had counted you out. Talk about your limitations, your fears, your failures, your past. Yes. The things that you have gone through. Yes. There are many people that God has chosen uh, to use in a mighty way, even though they had a past. Uh, and even as Moses is saying, who am I that I should go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go? I want to let you know today that you're in good company because believe it or not, David had a past. <laughs> Hallelujah. David had killed somebody. Yes, Lord, he had murdered somebody. Hallelujah. David even committed adultery. David had a past. As a matter of fact, uh, Jeremiah, yes, Lord, he had some limitations. He, he said, I'm too young to do what God has called you to do. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Isaiah, he even had a past. He said, I came from some people with unclean lips. Yes, Lord. Even in the midst of that. Yes, Lord. But God says, you know what? I don't care what your past has said. I'm concerned about your future. And 
me, if I'm calling you, if I'm burning up the bush, if I'm telling you, yes, Lord, go and tell Pharaoh, guess what? You're going to really complete what I've called you to do. Hallelujah. And I thank God today, hallelujah, that even in the midst of our past, what we need to do is be honest about our past. Amen. We need to confess our past. Yes, Lord. And instead of saying, you know what? I didn't do that. Yeah, I did it, Lord. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one that stole the cookie. Yes, Lord. That was me. Yes, Lord. I was the one in that particular setting. Yes, Lord. But believe it or not, I thank God for Jesus that you give brand new mercies every day. And, and because you can look beyond my faults and, and see my needs, yes, Lord, God, you're still an equal opportunity employee. Yes, Lord. And my past failures won't prevent me uh, from future success. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that God doesn't look at our resume. <laughs> uh, I thank God that he doesn't let our past prevent us from our future. Amen. Hallelujah. So as Moses was here and he was calling him to go and talk to Pharaoh to do this great work. Hallelujah. Not only did we talk about how he talked about Moses' purpose, he was born for this. He was born to be the deliverer of God's people out of Egyptian bondage. Yes, Lord. His his purpose, uh, his past, although he made some mistakes, although he murdered, although he, uh, uh, he killed a man and hit him in the sand. Now at the age of 80, uh, brings him to his present. Hallelujah. Because here it is. And I'm getting ready to take my seat. Hallelujah. The Bible says uh, that God had called unto Moses uh, and he says, you know what? I, I've heard the cry. Verse nine of the children of Israel has come up to me and I've seen the oppression in which the Egyptians oppressed them. They were in slavery for 440 years. Yes, Lord. Come now. Therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh uh, uh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, uh, out of Egypt. And again, the question to consider today what Moses said, but Moses said unto God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Hallelujah. He said, who am I? Uh, because believe it or not, Moses felt unqualified. Uh, he said, you know what? I got warrants. Uh, uh, I'm under arrest. Yes, Lord. They're, they're looking for me. Uh, I've measured. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm hiding out. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, I hadn't even clocked in to do anything meaningful for 40 years. I'm, I'm 80 years old. I'm too old. As a matter of fact, he argued for two more chapters and talked about I don't talk right. Uh, he argued with God. He talked about him being unqualified. Somebody shout unqualified. Uh, uh, but the question is not, are you qualified? The question is, are you willing? Oh, Lord, I'm coming home now. Yes, Lord. Uh, because believe it or not, God doesn't call the qualified. Yes, uh, he qualifies the call. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the God that I serve, yes, Lord, he doesn't look at your resume to see if you all the I's are dotted. Uh, he doesn't look at your resume to see if all the T's are crossed. Uh, all he looks at is your heart. Yes, Lord. Uh, and he said, if your heart is right, in other words, are you willing? Yes. Uh, he said, I will make you able. Uh, I will make you able to do whatever I've called you to do. Yes, Lord. Because again, the question is not are you qualified the question is are you willing um and god says yeah, i want somebody who's willing and able today amen because sometimes you want to do some stuff but you're not able but sometimes uh, god is calling you to do some stuff and you're not willing but but if you got to choose from one other other i I, ch I challenge and charge you to say i'm willing today um uh, i'm just wondering do i have any willing service today yes lord to say for god i live and for god i'll die yes lord I, i'm not qualified yes lord i'm chilling now i don't even need this lord i'm I'm in the, I got my own bedroom in my father-in-law's house. Yes, Lord. I, I can go and feed the sheep. Yes, Lord. And then I can come back and watch cable for the rest of the day. Hallelujah. I'm not qualified, but guess what? Because the bushes burn. <laughs> oh, Lord, because you saw something. Yes, Lord. Uh, and even in the midst of this situation where it looks like I'm going to talk to something that doesn't look like others listening to me, I, I got to go and tell Pharaoh, um, uh, this giant, yes, Lord, this, this uh, the leader of the most powerful nation in the world, I got to go tell him to let my people go who am I <laughs> in other words uh, Lord I who am I that I sh should go and tell Pharaoh uh, to let my people go and he goes on in verse number two uh, he goes on and tells Moses in verse number 14 he said Moses it doesn't matter who you are <laughs> what matters is who I am uh, he said I am yeah this is it that I am that I am uh, when they ask you who are you and who do you think you are uh, who, how do you think you can go and talk to Pharaoh uh, who who sent you here said I didn't come on my own accord uh, as a matter of fact I was kicking and screaming uh, as a matter of fact I told
told the Lord what I wasn't going to do, uh, but I found out who I am. He said, I am uh, that I am. Uh, as a matter of fact, I am has sent me, and, and because I am sent me, uh, I know that God is going to do whatever needs to be done. Does anybody know the great I am today? Um, that one that I am able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think. I am. Yes, Lord. Moses, whatever you need, guess what? I am that. Uh, and somebody even in 2020 and 2021, you found out that God am. Yes, Lord. That you found out about the great I am because when the bills were low, guess what? You found that I am the one that shall supply all your needs uh, according to your riches and glory. Yes, Lord. When the plague and the pandemic hit your house, uh, you found out that I am the one that will protect you. Yes, Lord. I am the one that will keep you. Yes, Lord. Even when other people walked out here, uh, you found out that I am a company keeper in the lonely hour. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Does anybody know the great I am today? I am, yeah, that I am. Yes, Lord. Moses, I'm going to be whatever you need for me to be today. As a matter of fact, uh, because I am is with me, guess what? Where are my keys? Uh, I'm getting ready to go and tell Pharaoh, it's time uh, to let my people go. Uh, as I'm wondering today, uh, you may not be qualified, yes, Lord, but are you willing? Uh, are you willing to do what God has called you to do? Lord, you have made me for this moment. Yes, Lord, I'm designed by per own purpose, uh, for a purpose. Yes, Lord, to go and speak to some things uh, that look like it's not moving. Uh, as a matter of fact, because of who you are, hallelujah, I know that we can do anything that needs to be done. So as a matter of fact, I'm going to do just what you said. Uh, you said, take off your shoes <laughs> for the ground on which you're standing on is, is holy ground. Lord, I'm getting ready to take off some stuff. Yeah, I know I might be, uh, uh, I know I want to keep some things, but Lord, I'm going to take off relationships. Uh, I'm going to take off other agendas. Uh, I'm going to take off uh, uh, my selfishness where I want to hang out and do what I want to do. And Lord, instead of doing what I want to do, I want to do what you've called me to do. I am uh, that I am. Uh, as a matter of fact, Lord, I know that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly but above all that we can ask or think. So as it relates to that, guess what, Lord? Let's go move some mountains. Uh, let's let's call some walls to found. Lord, I want you to use me. Send some place in my direction. Yes, Lord. Send the frogs. Uh, 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 send the, uh, let the water turn from blood. Uh, as a matter of fact, do whatever you need to do uh, because I just believe that Pharaoh's from heaven today. You've called me to say, let my people go. Uh, they're in bondage, but I want you to bring you out. I know you want to bring them out. Does anybody know God wants to bring you out today? Let me say that again. Does anybody know that God wants to bring you out? Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he'll do whatever needs to be done. Uh, so, Lord, I believe today that you are the deliverer. And that's the reason why he sent Jesus anyway, uh, to, deliver his, to deliver his people out of bondage. Because I was trapped in sin, but the God I serve, yes, Lord, there was a lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world, and he shed his blood. And just like Moses in Exodus, uh, where I see the blood, yeah, where there's a pandemic and a plague uh, because my house is covered with the blood of the lamb. Yes, Lord. The death angel, yeah, will pass over. And I just believe that day, one of these days, uh, that the death angel is going to come again. But but guess what? I died one day. I, I don't have to die no more. Yes, Lord. When the death angel comes, I'm covered. Yes, Lord. I'm covered by the blood. I'm covered. I'm covered by the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. And God, the God I serve, the God I serve, hallelujah, the God I serve. He says, you know what? I want to do some great things in you. As a matter of fact, I'm challenging you. I'm charging you. Just like I challenged Moses. Moses, I got a great plan for you. A plan to prosper you. A plan not to harm you. But to give you hope and the future. And guess what? My plan is bigger than you, Moses. It's not about you. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say that again. It's not about you. It's not about what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because I've learned that it's, if I give myself to God, <laughs> if I handle God's business, guess what? He'll handle my business. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody caught that. Lord, when I seek you first, the kingdom of God and your righteousness, that all of these things shall be added unto me. And just like he did with Moses, I just believe God's going to add whatever things need to be added. He sent 10 plagues uh, to let him speak and accomplish that impossible mission. To bring the children of Israel out of bondage.
to speak to Pharaoh. He sent frogs, pestilence. Let the Red Sea turn into blood. He sent flies. Do you know God will send whatever needs to be sent? God will send whatever needs to be sent. Hallelujah. And you know, some of y'all know the story I'm through, but Pharaoh was a stubborn kind of fellow. He was a stubborn kind of fellow. As a matter of fact, he didn't want to hear from God. And some of the people that God tells you to come listen, come speak to. Some of the situations that God is speaking to in your life. Uh, you're familiar with stubborn kind of fellows. <laughs> Hallelujah. That sickness may be stubborn. But God is saying, my people go. That financial situation may be stubborn. But God is still saying, let my people go. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. That family situation may be stubborn. But God is still speaking. To say, let my people go. And when you become a man, when you reach the age of maturity, not because you've had X number of birthdays, but when you're able to put away childish things, put away the way you used to speak to your family, speak to your spouse, speak to your children. Don't raise your hand right there. Amen. Hallelujah. When you're able to say, you know what? God has burn up the bush he's got my attention and now although Lord I didn't even ask for this I didn't want to be called Lord I'm glad that you saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself and because you had enough confidence to say even when I asked the question you answer say I am <laughs> that I am it doesn't matter who you are what matters is who I am I am the one that will feed you when you're hungry. I am the one that gives you direction, a cloud by, by day, a pillar of fire by night. I am the one that will protect you even in the midst of a pandemic and a plague. I am the one that will fulfill what I've called you to do in the earth. And there may be somebody here. There may be somebody here today that hasn't answered the first call, which is the call to salvation, to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just like in Exodus, there was a lamb that was slain. Uh, the blood was covered over the doorpost. And, and the death angel came to, the death angel came through the city. And where he, he did not see the blood, death reigned in that household, killed the firstborn of every household. But where the blood was on the doorpost, somebody caught that, yeah. The death angel passed over. And there was a lamb named Jesus, <laughs> yeah. an unblemished lamb. He walked the earth, yes, 33 and a half years, sinless, yes, Lord, to hang, bleed, and die uh, for the remission of sins. And the way you put the blood on your doorpost today is to accept, believe, and confess. Accept the fact that you were born a sinner. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God that died for your sins and make that confession with your mouth. Because guess what? The death angel will ride again. But guess what? But where I see the blood, yeah. <laughs> death will pass over. Yes, Lord, the blood of Jesus, that is. And death will be the vehicle that takes us from the ones that we love to the one that loves us yes, most. Sir. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but I thank God. I thank God for Jesus today. I, I thank God for the blood of the Lamb that he died for me. So the next point is that, and the next point is on you. The bush is burning today. The bush is on fire. God brought you here for a purpose, to get your attention today. If you're here, if you're here today, and you haven't received Christ as your personal Savior, uh, this altar call is for you. Hallelujah. You can come to him just as you are. You may have wants. You may have a past that's not pretty. But Jesus said, come unto me, all you labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He will save you just as you are. And there may be somebody here who may already be saved, but... But guess what? You've been chilling. You've been off purpose. Hallelujah. You've been doing your own thing. I just believe the bush burned for a reason today. To let you know you what you can come back home today. God still has a plan for you. He still has a purpose for you. Yes, Lord, you are. I'm too old now. Moses was 80. Hallelujah. I don't think anybody qualifies for that today. Hallelujah. If he used Moses in a mighty way the last 40 years of his life, what about you? What about you and I? God has a plan for us, okay? Plans to prosper us, not to harm us, but to give us a hope and a future. But we got to do this. We got to surrender today. We got to give ourselves to him. Hallelujah. So if you're here today, 
I'm going to ask if the entire house will stand now. The altar is open. The choir is going to come and sing. Hallelujah. But if you need salvation, if you need restoration, you want to be in right relationship with God. Hallelujah. You can come to the altar today. Amen. Our God is able. Yes, Lord, he's able today. Yes. Make that your testimony. Make that your testimony today. It's all right if you worship where you are. Come on. I give myself away. Yes, Lord. So you yes, Lord. can use me. Yes, Lord. Yes. I give myself away. Lord, look me God, I totally surrender to yes, who Lord. you Make that your testimony. Yes, but I pick up yours, oh God. I, I give myself away. So you know, can use me. Yeah, yeah. I give myself, I give myself away. I belong to you, Lord. I totally surrender up to you, oh God. I give.